Hello and welcome to Warriors Talk Sports. This week we're going to be talking about the past week of college and professional sports, starting off with Ohio State football. They dominated Indiana in cold weather conditions, 56-14. to 14. Jason, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, we really saw their rushing attack improve, improve this week. Um, they had 340 rushing yards, so that was something that they they really got going that wasn't there against Northwestern. Yeah, they only had 210 against Northwestern. Both They played both games in terrible conditions, and they were forced to go back to the rum game that did not look well at all against Northwestern, and they really stepped up there. Yeah, and not only could they run the ball on Saturday, C.J. Straw with 300 yards and five touchdowns, an absolute Heisman performance, just proving why he is the best in the country. Yeah, he had a really, really great game, and uh, he threw a touchdown pass to somebody pretty special. Yeah, Cameron Babb, uh, he, he's he been in college football for five years, tore his ACL four times, and he got his first ever uh, catch, and it was a touchdown, so pretty cool moment right there. Yeah, that, yeah, that's definitely awesome. Uh, speaking of injuries, Mayan Williams, card off the field with, with a right leg injury, appeared to be somewhat okay, but there's still no uh, updates on him. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's a that's a tough one for Ohio State because their running back core is getting depleted right now. You already had Travion Henderson out for the game, and they're having to go to guys that they didn't think they would have to go to. Yeah, and he had 141 yards in the first quarter and a touchdown. So, yeah, yeah he was having a great. Game. The freshman really stepped up that game. It, uh, Shows a lot of promise for future Ohio State teams as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Alabama, they barely beat Ole Miss. Their downfall continues. Yeah, Alabama, they they did beat ranked Ole Miss, but it was not a great game. It wasn't what you come to expect from Alabama. So No, Alabama in years past has been much, much better than uh, the team right now. And Jason, you think they're going to make the playoffs, but I, I don't think they can at all. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, they have no chance in my Alabama opinion. Alabama always has a chance. I think LSU has way more of a chance than Bama. LSU does have a great chance, especially if they beat uh, Georgia. Speaking of the college football playoff, Michigan, the number three seed in the newest a- AP Top 25 poll, they beat Nebraska 34-3, to a pretty dominant win. Uh, what are yeah, your thoughts? I mean, it's coming down. It's going to come down <laughs> to hopefully two undefeated teams of Michigan and Ohio State playing and. You know, only one of them, most likely, will be in the college football playoffs. So, interesting to see what happens. Which, it, which is crazy because a two-loss SEC team could get in, but a one-loss Big Ten team will probably be out. They got more competition. Yeah, I feel like Michigan has been playing better than Ohio State this year, honestly. They haven't lost a game by less than seven, but besides that, they haven't lost a game by less than, like, 20. Yeah. So, they've just been balling out all year. Yeah, for sure. And that rushing attack is crazy. Um. They have two of the top five best running backs in all of college football, so something special over there, Bruin. All right, next game, Washington beats Oregon. That was a, that was a nail-biter at the end. and Huge game. Yeah, yeah I, Oregon didn't go for that last-second field goal that they could have gone for to tie the game. Not really sure why. But yeah, what was it, like a 58-yarder? Yeah. And he had missed one earlier, like a 52, 54? Yeah. They, they just didn't really seem like they trusted him. Not really yeah. sure why they did that. Yeah, and uh, Oregon was ranked sixth in the country going into that game with big p- playoff hopes after that week one loss to Georgia, but now they're completely out of it. They have no chance of making it. But Yeah, I mean, that really sucks because Oregon is a really explosive offense, and it would have been fun to see that in the college football playoff, but I think we have enough of that. So Yeah, Bo Nix is a fun player to watch. Yeah, but overall not too sad about that one. So. Yeah, uh, I had them in my playoffs – prediction last week and now they're out but 
someone who I didn't have in my playoff prediction, and you two did, TCU, they beat Texas 17-10, to 10, had a great game. And, uh, yeah, what are your guys' opinions on that? So, yeah, t- Texas is a great team. They were ranked um, big, ranked this in the beginning of the season. Uh, but they haven't really lived up to the hype so far this season. But they're still a great team at core, in my opinion. And TCU just showed them who's boss. I think that any win, especially if it's against Texas at Texas, at one of those big uh, stadiums is very impressive, no matter which way you Yeah, they face Baylor it. next week, so... That I mean, if they win that game, I, I think they went out and make the college playoffs. Yeah, yeah and that defense game. is legit. Holding uh, Quinn Ewers to 10 points the whole game is crazy. So. Some other team held somebody to a very low score. Penn State shuts out Maryland. Very impressive performance. Yeah, 30-0. to zero. Penn State just dominated Maryland. Uh, Maryland has had its rough, time, uh, rough go this year so far, but still a dominant win by Penn State. Yeah, they absolutely crushed them, and we we saw someone from Cleveland playing, uh, Drew Aller. He's been in here and there, but he actually played a decent amount uh, last game, and he played he played phenomenal. Yeah, from Medina, number two overall quarterback in the class. He was he's he was a stud. Always loved to see the hometown hero playing at a big stage. All right, last game, Arizona beat UCLA. Huge game. Uh, UCLA was a very was believed to be a very good team. They were ranked number nine at one point until that loss to Oregon. They they have that quarterback over there. They're a great team, but or Arizona coming out of nowhere to beat them 34-28. to 28. Yeah, uh, Arizona haven't heard anything from them this year. And then UCLA, they had been playing great this year. They, they, did, have, uh, they did have one loss this year to um, Oregon. Oregon, uh, but besides that, they've been crushing everybody that they've played. Yeah, and UCLA is one of those two teams that's looking to come over to the Big Ten um, in years coming. So, I mean, that's a that, that's a really good program, and for Arizona to get a win like that is just really special for them and their program. Yeah, it's a big school, but uh, you think more basketball when you think of them, not football. Mm-hmm. So seeing them play like this, it's it's uh, pretty cool. All right, and uh, last topic for college football. Who were your guys' first four in and first two out? All right, so my my four in are pretty much going to be the exact same. I'm going Georgia at one, Ohio State at two, TCU at three, and then at four, I'm going to go LSU this week because I think LSU has a really good shot, especially if they can pull out a win against Georgia in the, the SEC championship. Uh, my first two out, I'm going to say – LSU probably, even if they beat Georgia, they would have to play them at the number four seed in that first game. I don't think they'd win two in a row against Georgia. And then uh, my other one I was going to be TCU. So Ohio State's going to win that game. All right, so my number one is Georgia. I think Ohio State's going to beat Michigan. So that'll kick Michigan out. Ohio State will stay at two. I really do think TCU is going to win out now, seeing how they played last week against a, a big school. So they're my three. And I think I think uh, Tennessee makes it over LSU because they have that extra win. Um, and then uh, I think Tennessee and Georgia will be a better game than most expect. And I think Ohio State TCU might be a blowout. So I'm I'm expecting a Georgia Ohio State national championship. 
All right, so give me Ohio State at one. They're going to be undefeated. And then Georgia, two. They're going to be uh, ha- have that one loss there resume. TCU at three, finishing the season undefeated. And then at four, give me USC. Big sleeper. That? They're 9-1, and one, ranked number seven right now. They have a big chance, in my opinion. Mm, they do have a chance. They definitely have a shot. There's a, there's a, quite a few teams with a shot, actually, right now. So. so Tennessee would have to lose for them to get in, right? They would have to lose a game? Yeah, Tennessee would have to lose, and honestly... I, I mean, looking at their schedule right now, it, it doesn't look like they're losing. South yeah. Carolina, Vanderbilt. Anything can happen. Vandy could turn into a great football program overnight. You never know. <laughs> All right, and now jumping from college to the NFL... Our Cleveland Browns, they lose to the Dolphins 39-17 and a huge loss. It was a depressing performance. I can't, I can't believe I looked at the stats. Nick Chubb got the ball 11 times. 5.7 yards per carry, 63 yards and one touchdown, but he only got the ball 11 times. That's inexcusable. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. When he's averaging 5.7 yards a carry, give him the ball. Well, okay. I mean, I don't want to make excuses here, but they were playing from behind a lot in this game. And I understand that if they would have given Nick Chubb the ball early, uh, off, more often earlier, they probably wouldn't have been in that situation. But for most of the game, they were playing from behind, so I think it skews the numbers a little bit. Yeah, pro- yeah, for sure. And he did fumble, a big fumble. So Yeah, it's rare to see him fumble. Uh, but Jacoby Brissett, he didn't play great. One of the worst games we've seen him play. Uh, 212 yards, lowest this season since the Panthers game. One touchdown and uh, 52% completion rate. Yeah, um, Jacoby Brissett started really hot in that game. But he kind of fell off throughout the game. I'm not really sure what happened. But it also could have been due to the fact that he was having to play from behind, throwing the ball a lot. He had a lot of pressure on him, so. Yeah, and on the other side of the ball, the defense, they gave up 39 points and countless rushing yards I mean they were just throwing any running back in there and they're breaking off seven to ten yard runs every single time yeah the Browns are supposed to have at least one thing going for them their run defense and this game they didn't even force a punt so yeah it was, it was not a single sack didn't force a pump uh it I mean everything looked bad the only good thing was that first drive but heading into next week they're expecting up to 30 inches of snow in Buffalo, and that's huge. I mean, if we give Nick Chubb the ball a lot and Josh Allen can't throw, I mean, this could be a big game for us. That could be a big game. Hopefully they will actually hand off the ball to him. So. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they threw it. Yeah, for sure. Um, Joe Woods, horrible, horrible coach. But jumping to the Bears, Justin Fields. Is he a top ten quarterback? No. 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 I don't think so. There's too many good quarterbacks in the league. He's really promising. He doesn't have many pieces around him right now. So the Bears definitely I, I think the Bears have seen something in him and they're gonna build around him from now on. So Yeah, uh our production team was shaking their head no. Nobody thinks he's a top ten quarterback after that terrible loss to the uh Lions. They had a chance to go down there, drive and score. But they just couldn't. They uh, they blew the game, and it was it, they just did not look good at all. Yeah, that was a really really close game. I mean, Justin Fields did still have four total touchdowns, though. Yeah, I mean, well, he's had the most touchdowns since Week Seven out of any quarterback in the NFL. 
Man, I don't know. It, it might and be his defense. you guys see that run? It might be. I don't think he's top 10. I think he's good. I don't think he's top 10. If you look at the list of quarterbacks in this him. league. If he, if he had, if he was on an elite team. Well, if I were on an elite team, I'd be a top 10 quarterback. Exactly. Come on. So if he had better pieces around him, there there wouldn't even be a debate. And look, look what he's doing with bad pieces. I don't know. I, I think, I think anyway, yeah. Any way you slice it, he's not he's not a top ten quarterback in my Any eyes. Any way you slice it, yeah. wow. And another question is his longevity in the league due to him scrambling and all that. We've seen many uh, scrambling quarterbacks; they don't have the longevity such as, you know, Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, Big Ben. These guys who sit in the pocket. I don't know if I buy it. I, I think that it's the the way the league is is trending right now. Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, yeah. all these quarterbacks are athletic now. So. Fields, Trey Lance, all the Trey, Trey Lance. It, it seems like you almost have though. to be in this league now, athletic. You have to, yeah. Yeah. Even Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he can run the ball. So. Even Jacoby. <laughs> Jacoby. He, I was looking. He uh, he had, he's one of the top rushers uh for quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Yeah, those those QB sneaks. Those are crazy. You just hand the ball off to him. It's fourth and one. You just QB sneak that. It's guaranteed every time. Every time. Uh, the Eagles lose to the Commanders 32-21. Finally. Finally. Wow. And, Eagles and hater. I've been seeing a lot of controversy because the, uh, the refs missed that face mask on uh, Dallas Goddard. Yeah. And I don't know. I was watching, I was watching the Kelsey's podcast today, and Jason Kelsey said – he doesn't worry about the rest. He said that there were too many opportunities they missed earlier in the game. So. Yeah, I, I saw that as well. Um, so there's there's a lot of talks. I want to say it was 20, 2020 or 2021. I want to say 2020. The Steelers started off 9-0, and I think, and they just went completely downhill. Do you see that happening with the Eagles or no? Absolutely not. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, there's talks about them being fraud. I, I disagree. I think yeah, the Eagles are not frauds. I think I can see them finishing their season 14-3. and yeah. Talk about Taylor Heineke though. Wow, we're dog. Talk about that's a top ten quarterback. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so he's a top ten right, quarterback, but Fields isn't. <laughs> he's that's got he's got that dog in him. That's yeah. all I gotta say. And you saw that video of him on the plane, you know, dancing with all the chains on. Kind of looked like Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins. That was the greatest game of the year. Do you it guys like, agree? It actually could be the best game of the year. It's a great comeback. So. The best catch of, of all time. Yeah, he got Justin bailed Jettis. out on that, though. So the the um, the um Vikings were down three, driving with about two minutes to go. Fourth and 19, Cousins chucks it up to Justin Jefferson, and he somehow comes down with it. I mean. Ridiculous catch. catch. Yeah. Catch of, the, of, the, of forever, like the best catch ever. And then earlier in the game, you had the Stephon Diggs catch, which was being yeah. talked about as a catch of the year, but right before that. So it was just a great showing of talent on both sides. Yeah, what a fun game to watch. They were able to get down to the one-yard line with like 45 seconds left, and it was fourth down. They ran a little play action and tried to dump it off to uh, Cook. He was offsides, fortunately, and um, so they got another go. Um and they tried to sneak with Kirk Cousins and they didn't get it so I'm I'm thinking they can't kneel it right yeah but uh, Josh Allen drops the snap fumbles in the end zone and gives oh. a defensive touchdown that was lets him right back gives him the lead wow. pretty much that was pitiful Horrible. yeah 39 oh. seconds and they have a lead I'm thinking the game's over yeah. but Bills able to drive down get a field goal 
And then overtime, Vikings go get a field goal. Josh Allen with two great runs that drive. Big runs, like 20 yards for each. And then Patrick Peterson with his second pick of the game to seal the deal. Well, I mean, that was a ridiculous Huge play. Game. Huge play. And uh, Cooper Cup, he needs ankle surgery. Oh, out minimum of four weeks. Yeah, that's bad. He had a high ankle sprain. Those are, those are tough. Because some people have said that that's worse than just breaking your ankle. I don't know if that's true, but it's a really hard injury to come back from. Yeah, for sure. Moving over to the NBA, our Cleveland Cavaliers have not picked up a win since last Friday's show. Eight and five now in the season, four four game losing streak. Are we bad luck? <laughs> 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 we could be. <laughs> um, I I wouldn't say we're bad luck, but all because all losses have been within only seven points, so. Yeah, they're losing a lot of close games, and especially uh, recently, they've had a they've had a lot of people out, especially against like the Timberwolves. And they've been losing to good teams: the Clippers, Kings, Warriors, and Timberwolves. All very solid teams. So, yeah, uh, these games have been very interesting. It it's always comes down to the wire, even when we win. I feel like, but Garland he had a great game against the Til- Timberwolves. 51 points, 27 in the fourth quarter. He led a comeback, but unfortunately weren't able to seal the deal. Yeah, huge game from Garland. Uh, we could have used Mitchell and Allen both in that game. Just He just wasn't enough by himself. So, Is Mitchell just like, what's, uh, what's going on with him? I haven't read up on it. Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure what's going on with Mitchell. I just know that he has not been playing. But he might be back tonight versus Charlotte, which... Lamelo Ball is also back. Lamelo. So that so that that would be a great matchup. Lamelo versus D Mitchell. But yeah, uh, the two of them are two. Well, him and Garland are two newer faces in the NBA, and they've really shown that they can compete and play in this league. Uh, great. Um, Allen's out as well. Not sure what's going on with him. He's been we've been missing him. Uh, our main big guy. But do you guys still think uh, Mitchell's in the MVP race? For sure. He's right there with Luca, who is averaging 34.3 points a game. He is by far the front runner, in my opinion. Yeah, there's nobody playing anywhere close to as good as him. That's your guy, Jason. And uh, Jason Tatum, close, not close behind, but I'd say second behind. 31.9 points per game, seven rebounds, and almost four assists. So he's, he's been playing phenomenal on this Celtics seven-game win streak. They are first in the East with an 11-3 record. Yeah, I think um, there's such a difference between 39 points and 31. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's 34 for Doncic. He's averaging 34.3. Sticking with basketball, switching over to college, the Ohio State men's basketball team is 2-0. They beat Robert Morris and Charleston South by 30-plus points each. They're they're playing good so far this season. Yeah, those were two light work games, looks like. Yeah, we're, we're recording this on a Wednesday. So there, we haven't gotten the results of the Eastern Illinois game yet, but I'm sure uh, they'll kill them. Uh, there's been talks of, do you think Bronny's going to commit to Ohio State? I mean, there's definitely a chance, especially with with, with their recru- recruiting class. They're, they have the eighth-ranked recruiting class in the country for the class of 2023, and they have three four-star recruits. 
So, I'd say he'd go there. You think he? You think he will? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it. It's From a Nike school. He media. signed with Nike. True. I mean, so you're only recently. Still like LeBron. <laughs> LeBron loves Ohio, Ohio State. It's Ohio he State. Does. LeBron pretty much sponsors everything. And speaking of recruits, um, DJ Wagner, he commits to Kentucky on Tuesday. Or was that Monday? Monday or Tuesday, he committed to Kentucky. That's the number one player in the class of 2023. Huge pickup for, for Kentucky. Huge. And, you know, they are one of those blue blood schools, as Jason <laughs> likes to talk about. Definitely. So they're, they, they're definitely going to be really good in years to come. Another blue blood school, North Carolina. They are sitting atop the top 25 list, followed closely by Gonzaga. Yeah, uh, Gonzaga. I like Gonzaga. Uh, I've just always liked them for some reason. But um, I think those two are two of the best teams in – College basketball, and it'll stay that way uh, all the way until March Madness. Yeah, and you know someone who you don't really expect to see this high up on the rankings, Houston at number three. Yeah, they've been playing great actually. They're yeah. always a, they're always a solid team. Who they played? Let me let, let me check that out. I mean, they're always a solid team, but they never are really ranked that high. So they beat Oral Roberts by forty points. Ooh. And they beat oh they beat Villanova. Yeah, that's that w- that win. was a big they, win. Yeah. Uh, USC had another big commit today. Isaiah Collier, the number one ranked point guard in the country, just committed today to USC. So they're gonna they're gonna be very good next year. Huge pickup. Uh, let's are are they ranked in the top twenty five? I don't believe. Yeah, I no, they're they not. Are. They're not ranked in the top twenty-five. So they're not having a, a great year so far. But and USC picks up big recruits in a lot of sports. Yeah, they have. They have great recruiting classes always. I mean, who it's that money they there. got? Yeah, it's that money. It's the location too. Who wouldn't yeah. want to go to USC? Beautiful. Beautiful. But if you do leave campus, you are in a bad area. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. Yeah, another team. Baylor's up there as well. They've been playing great this year. Uh in these past three games. Oh, off topic. Yeah. Do you guys know that Baylor was a is a Baptist college? I didn't know that. I what? saw that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Because TCU was playing Baylor, and I saw on Instagram that it was a battle of like uh, the Christian schools because what? apparently Baylor is a Baptist college. But <laughs> I, didn't I know did that. not know. I had no that. clue that. What the? Well, it was very interesting wow. considering their reputation. So wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, TCU is fifteen, so they're doing great. In uh, multiple sports, uh, a team, you know who we don't see in the top 25? Ohio State. Yeah. You think no. it's because that's who they've played so far? Yeah, they've played bums. Yeah, they're, uh, I think they're 36th. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that'll change once they start playing better schools and if they start getting some wins. Yeah, for sure. And uh, did you guys see that Michigan State and – I think who did Michigan Michigan State and Kentucky, I believe. They played on an aircrafter. Yeah. What? They yeah, brought they played, it like they literally played on on an aircraft. That I think that used to be a game they would play every year. Yeah. And then they brought it back and I it's, like an aircraft it's carrier? Yeah. yeah. They didn't take it out to the middle of the ocean or anything. What they about had the it wind? Like docked. Was it a real game? I mean yeah, it yeah, was still in the water and it was a real game. game. No, it was Gonzaga. I'm sorry. Yeah. Gonzaga beat Michigan State on an aircraft carrier. 
So what are you doing if the ball goes over? <laughs> I feel I mean, like they pretty, might put fences up or something. It's pretty big. <laughs> but yeah, that that was well, a cool. About, it was about, a like, great game though. too. Like, doesn't like wind play like a factor? Yeah. They are on the water and stuff. That's a huge, that's a whole different game. Yeah. You gotta start shooting like towards the corner. It's like, a, it's like, like a kicker. Yeah, you gotta gotta play the wind. It was a great game too. Sixty four to sixty three. Michigan State had a chance to hit a game winner, but they didn't. So probably the wind. Probably the win, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely the win. Yeah, and uh, Duke ranked number seven with their new coach, Coach K's first year not coaching. Uh, they're actually really solid. Duke, yeah. uh, they have Jalen Wilson and Dewan Harris Jr. Uh, they're very calm, and they're very experienced players who are getting the job done over there. Michigan State beat Kentucky yesterday. Crazy game. And you, I saw a video, and it looked like um, it looked like Michigan, Michigan's uh, Michigan State's coach might have been crying after the win. Really? I'm not too sure why. It's emotional. They beat who? Uh, Kentucky. <laughs> he was crying. Wow. First couple yeah. games, he's already sad. <laughs> you know, maybe that's some <laughs> signs. It'll be his uh, his last year. He is very old, isn't it, Coach Izzy or whatever? Uh, yeah. uh, yeah, it's Tom Izzo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's he's a historic coach. Yeah, him and him and Coach K. Yeah, were were the two two great two of the greatest college basketball coaches of all time. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's his last year seeing oh, the way he was crying after that game. Yeah, and his run will definitely come to an end soon. And unfortunately, it is the end of the podcast. So we will see you next week, 4 p.m. Don't be late. See you there. Bye.